Oh, spaghetti and meatball. Where the fuck you guys been? Hey, listen, we've been missing you. I've been waiting for a season two. What the hell happened? I know you guys been busy, but this coronavirus ever got everyone sitting at home. No excuses. Hey, stop it. Walk it. The spaghetti meatball show. Warning. Listener discretion is advised. The Spaghetti and Meatball Show is not PC. So, if you take yourself too serious or you're weak-minded, vaffanculo. If children are nearby, earmuff them. I'm wolfing down Taco Bell in your car. Well, yeah, you just sort of... <laughs> I mean, you. what about the sauces, though? You can't wipe that. You're not wiping down each individual sauce packet. Yeah, I know. It's been... It's been difficult. I've had to uh, maybe not eat as much fast food. So I don't know. Um, you look a little. You kind of have that quarantine chunk going on right now. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here! I mean, dude, I haven't been able to work out. You know, that's right. Your able- your fucking boxing gym's gonna go under because you're not there to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what it is. Um, yeah, it's. it's I never thought I'd say this, but I uh, I miss going to the gym. Wow. End of the world, folks. <laughs> it's not COVID. It's Phil misses working out. Yep. That's exactly what it is. Uh, so um, I feel like a fucking virgin all over again. <laughs> it's like, I don't know what to do with my hands. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I guess first and foremost, we should apologize to all of our fans. I actually feel like we do have some fans, man. We've had a lot of people say, what the fuck is going on? And you know what? I feel like we've let people down a little bit, you know, and in times in need, we weren't there for them, Phil. So yeah. well, we're, we're, you know, I mean, now, now everyone knows how Dina feels when you get in a bed at night. <laughs> I was saying fuck you, but I couldn't un <laughs> I hit my cough mic or my mute button and it wouldn't uh wouldn't come back on. Uh yeah, I mean, you know, <sighs> listen, you have a life, I have a life. We both have had a lot going on. And yeah, yeah there's um, been a lot of stuff going on. Uh some personal stuff, professional. I'm fortunate to have a job to where I can work from home during all this fucking chaos. Uh Phil, not so much, obviously. We all know what he does for a living. But with that said, you know, restaurants are, are, uh, are taking a toll and, uh, you know, I don't know if you want to elaborate on your own personal situation, but it's been tough. You know, uh, restaurants have been trying to navigate through this and, uh, figure out what they're going to do. Are, are we closing down permanently? Are we closing down temporarily? Um, do we create a new menu and, and, uh, you know, cause there's been this whole takeout curbside resurgence, if you will, um, and I yeah, think for I the mean, most part, a lot of places have done well. I mean, here in Chicago, I know, um, you know, Dean, right when this first started, Dean and I said, let's full, full force support this. And geez, the first couple of weeks we were probably ordering dinner out every other night. Now yeah, we've obviously cut back. I mean, that's just crazy. <laughs> and I'll be honest with you too. Then you start thinking about everything you order and it's like, you know, they start telling you like it lives on surfaces and who really knows? I, you hear conflicting reports, but it's like, yeah. then you, then you, the guy comes to your door 
with a mask on with a fucking three, four bags worth of food. And it's like, dude, this is more of a pain in the ass than it is than anything else. You got to fucking wipe everything down. I don't know. It's crazy. Yeah, I mean, listen, it's, it's definitely scary. You know, with what I do, like I leave the house five days a week, you know? Yeah. I'm, I'm definitely, it's, it's weird. It's eerie. You know, it's yeah, um, for sure. Eerie is a know, good, a good word. It is. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> specifically dude I, I i drive to work every day I drive about i'm i live about 14 miles from from the restaurant and you know normal day it takes me an hour hour and 20 minutes to get to work because traffic is so bad 25 minutes i'm at work you know what yeah. i mean like there's yeah, no LA, one on the road insane yeah there, there's no one on the roads there's there's no one out um and for good reason right like you know the more people that are out, the more risk of, uh, of, of people spreading this, this virus goes, goes on. And I mean, it, it is, it, you know, working in the restaurant industry, it's very weird. I mean, you have to, we, we've had to rethink our entire structure of the restaurant, like what we're doing and how we want to do it, um, how we're going to reopen. Cause listen, we're, people are going to reopen. Restaurants are going to reopen. I don't want to say all of them there. There's definitely, yeah. Some restaurants out there that aren't going to survive this because it's just they can't they can't be without revenue for 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 a few months. It sucks, you know. It, it, dude, that's sad, and that's why I was. We looked at it and said, you know, not only my best friend being you, and my father in law in the restaurant industry, but I mean, think about all these people that you know. It could have been a retired cop or a firefighter. You hear it all the time. They open up a little restaurant because you know they have grandma's recipes or whatever mm-hmm. and they put their heart and soul into it and it's good food too you know yeah. good customer service good food and you know something like this happens and and it could just you know their whole life savings is down the tube um, I'm sure there's unfortunately handfuls of story like that throughout the country and that kind of shit breaks my heart. So yeah, actually meatball has a fucking soft side to them. Um, <laughs> but no I mean, it's, listen- it's it's sad. It's sad. Yeah, I mean, we've had a lot of support from from people in the neighborhood and people in Los Angeles. You know, the the shitty side of this is, and what not a lot of people might know. So, you know, um, delivery services like Grubhub, Caviar, Postmates, all that stuff, they uh, they take a, a twenty to thirty percent commission yeah, yeah. on those orders. And right now, they're they're not budging on 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 taking that twenty to thirty percent. And they're the people making you know right now in the industry. Who's- they're Who's, I mean, not to spot, you know, put one on the spot or the other, but is DoorDash or like Grubhub is either one of those easier to deal with? No, they're, they're kind of all the same. Like, you know, my restaurant, we, this is the first time we've, we've done carry out. So we've never really dealt with these apps or, you know, these delivery platforms. Um, we have at other locations that we own. We, you know, the group I work for owns a few different restaurants and one of them, 50% of their business is based off of to-go stuff. You know, so um, in that in that twenty percent that let's say Grubhub or um, DoorDash gets, mm-hmm. do they take that full twenty percent and then the driver just gets the tip that you tip them, or do they get a small cut of that too? No, meaning no, the, dri- the driver gets the tip, and then Grubhub or whoever whatever service you're using, they get the twenty or thirty percent commission. Straight. So they don't not even a percentage of that. Let's say a hundred percent of their twenty percent cut from the restaurant goes to mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. There's not like a 10% or 20 or 30% that goes to the driver. No, the drivers strictly work on tips. <clears throat> See, dude, this is, this is, I mean, it's genius, but it's, I mean, in this instance, they're being fucking super greedy if they can't lower it a little bit to help these fucking yeah. restaurants survive. I mean, because but I mean, it, dude, this is the world we live in, bro. Everything is about being a fucking middleman. 
Yeah. And, and well, that's, I know. mean, fuck man. Why didn't I think of this? <laughs> yeah. I mean, working in the, in the restaurant industry for as long as I have, it's like, fuck, why didn't I think of like a delivery app? It, it just wasn't in my, it just wasn't in my thinking at the time, you know? Yeah. But at the same time, it's like these guys, dude, they're evil. They're, you know? Yeah. They, I agree with that. They, they don't want to, they don't want to negotiate these commissions. They don't, you know, they're telling people that, um, I hear Grubhub's a real, f- uh, fucking the CEOs are real douchebag. That's just what yeah. I've heard. I don't, I don't have anything to base it off of other than I've yeah. just heard from a few I people. Mean, they're, they're a Chicago based company too. Uh, Grubhub is. Yeah. And it's a shame to have a company like that. That's based out of Chicago that has such a bad reputation when it comes to restaurants. But yeah, I mean, you know, some, I think a few of the, the delivery sites are, what do you call it? They're sort of like deferring the 20%, but that dude, that just means you got to pay it back. Right. You know what I right. mean? It's not like, yeah. it's not like they're saying, all right, we're, we're giving up these commissions for two months. No, like, what you owe is you owe me and you, you owe it at a later time. Dude, it's absolute fucking bullshit. So yeah. unfortunately, the only way for us to get product delivered is uh, through these sites because we don't have uh, a delivery. So yeah, a it's de- a necessary yeah. evil right now. So it is. It's a necessary evil. But I, I have a feeling that once all this ends, people are going to start rethinking delivery sure. service in general. You real, know, I know, quick, real quick, yeah. not to interrupt. I just realized your left nostril is they're not, they're not, they're not they're not the same. Like your left nostril is a little bit shaped differently than your right one. Just so you know. I'm just, Hey, it's, you know, for your, for your knowledge. So you know. It doesn't mean you're a less of a human being. It's just a little bit different. You know, I, there's people. Mine, know, I think mine's the same way. So yours is. Yeah. Yeah. Yours is definitely uh it looks like your left one is a little bit bigger. I don't know what that is. It totally is. Jesus yeah. Christ. Well, yeah. we're Nashville brothers. Amongst other things, I guess. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean. Fucking hot in my, it's fucking hot in here. I'm burning up. I might have to take my shirt off here in a second. Fucking go check your temperature first. That's what you fucking get for eating Taco Bell and just fucking manhandling the fucking wrappers and the no, I've been, sauce I've been, packets. <laughs> I've been really good with, uh, so full disclosure, I've, I, I don't own pots and pans at my house. I don't have anything to, I, I don't have anything to cook with, but since all this has happened, I've gotten pots and pans. Um, I'm I have, a big uh, kid now. <laughs> So I've definitely, I've made some meals at home. I've cooked at home. Uh, My dog doesn't know what to do because she's smelling all this new stuff in the house. I've been to the grocery store a few times. I I, I can't stop myself from going to the grocery store to buy groceries. I can't do the online thing. I like being at the grocery store. I like picking out my own product. It's it's weird. I don't know. It's fucking weird to me. I mean, even, um, you know, I, I bought clothes and stuff online, but there's just like, I don't know, man. I, it's fucking weird. But then like I go to the grocery store and it's weird there too. It's, it's just weird everywhere. You yeah. Know? But I, I haven't been to the grocery store in fucking weeks. I did the Instacart like twice now and it worked out real yeah. well. So, but I can see what you're saying. I mean, I'm a touchy feely kind of guy when I'm looking at food, it's like, all right, you know, you pick up a couple of different packets of steaks or whatever. Yeah. But the good thing is, is I don't overspend. Because when I'm in a grocery store, dude, I fucking overspend. Dana Dana hates when I go grocery shopping because (laughs) it's just like, oh man, this sounds good or this looks good. The bad thing about it is, is I've forgotten a few things. Like each time I forgot a few items. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's like, I need fucking, and I I forgot bacon, dude. The the essentials. (laughs) I forgot bacon. 
bacon so over fucking rated. I You're fucking so I can't stand bacon. On oh my not only are you a half-ass fucking Italian, you're a half-ass fucking American. I mean, what the shit is that? No, bacon listen, overrated. Say, it's totally overrated. Listen, I prefer sausage over bacon. <laughs> Not a shocker. <laughs> um, but no, like, listen, I, I just think the hype bacon's good, and I've had I've had really really good bacon, and I've had really really bad bacon. Um, okay, so this is where we differ. I think there's really, really, really good bacon, and then right. there's just good bacon. There's good no bacon. such thing as bad bacon unless it's been sitting out in the fucking sun, for, <laughs> you know, a couple, a couple days, a couple weeks. I, I, I just think it's overrated. The whole thing. Remember, and was it like a few, like maybe five years ago? Everyone was like, "Oh, bacon this and bacon that and blah blah blah." And uh, excuse my phone. Sorry. It's like the first time we've ever done this. Yeah. Um, and uh, I just, listen, it, it, bacon's overrated. It's, it's good. It's delicious. I, I'm not one of those people that's like, I gotta have bacon. Like, yeah. I just, I don't give a fuck about bacon. Uh, wow. I'll take a, I'll take a good breakfast sausage, you know? Well, um, I'm not even, I mean, like it's so much versatile than breakfast sausage though. Because think about how many dishes that it's in, not just a breakfast dish. Oh well, yeah. 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 Listen, like you can, you can, cook bacon for breakfast, lunch, or dinner, and it's fine. But, like, I don't think it's an essential. It's not an essential in my house, you know? Fucking neither are potter pans. So, I mean. <laughs> hey, hey, they are now, okay? I got a Dutch oven. I've got some uh, some nice uh, saute pans and uh, some pots. I'm not saying I spent money on it. I might have taken them from work. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I guess you can't get fired when you're the boss, huh? Yeah. It's tough. It's it's a lot harder. But uh, you know what's really been annoying, and oh I I I feel like I've touched I've touched on this uh, in, in one or two of our podcasts. But I can't stand celebrities, just one hundred percent. And oh, uh, I mean, they're the fucking worst. Most of them, that. the really good ones, are it. And I don't even know if they're good. They're just like the ones that aren't like uber fucking political. The ones that aren't uber uh, that push their cause, if you will. Yeah. And and they do like they seem like normal human beings. Then you're like, oh, he's the greatest person in the world, but he's just a fucking normal person. Yeah, it's like okay, he's a good dude because he's he's normal. You know, yeah. like I can think of like like a Chris Pratt. He seems like a good fucking dude because he's in a fucking sea of weirdos. <laughs> right? <laughs> no, he really is. But dude, ever since this whole COVID thing and um, people have been staying at home, dude, they're just. It's like I mean, I know the annoying. answer to this question, but I'm going to ask it anyways. You know, they say that there's, you know, I think testing's gotten a little bit better, but it's still not fucking great by any stretch. Mm-hmm. Why the fuck are these celebrities getting tests? Like they get a fucking test every week if they fucking want one. I know Money, the answer dude. to that question, but that's fucking yeah. horseshit, dude. No, it is horseshit because there's people, there's people out there that absolutely fucking, uh, that absolutely need the test that aren't getting tested. Dude. Yeah. I, listen. I'm actually, I'm annoyed with this whole situation and I shouldn't feel this way. I, I understand why we have the, the stay at home thing. And I'm not saying people are overreacting, but dude, it's fucking annoying. Like I'm not one of those people that, uh, I don't like my life interrupted, I guess. And nobody does. No one does. But I've like, gone through, I've gone through, go ahead, finish your thought. And I just, it, dude, it's just, it's fucking annoying, man. I can't, I can't do this. I can't do that. I didn't realize that for, for, for as inactive as I may seem, I didn't realize how active I was outside of work. 
until this whole thing happened. I mean, my days off, I'm never home. Yeah. You know, I, I like going out and I like to, I'm not saying I go to the beach every day, but I'm active. Like I'm not sitting at home. And now yeah. all of a sudden I got to fucking sit at home. And I, I went to go buy uh, dog food today and uh, I walk in and I go to, I get my food. I go to the register and the guy's like, uh, the guy's like, where's your face mask? I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, oh, it's a California mandate. You have to have a face mask now. I'm like, get fucked. Are you going to, are you, I was, I was like, you're going to ring me up or are you going to tell me to leave? He's like, well, I'm like, so either ring me up or ask me to leave and go get a face mask. Cause I'm at the register and the guy's like, well, you know, it's a, it's a California mandate. I'm like, okay, I don't give a fuck right now. It's absolutely fucking annoying. Just ring me up or tell me to fucking leave. That's all you right. got to do. You know, <clears throat> so um, I can actually see both sides on this. I mean, but listen. I do think I listen legally, like law wise and like constitutionally it's, it's, they can't like, nobody can fucking tell you. That's like, that's tyranny at its best. Right. Like if you yeah. don't fucking, you know, you get a ticket, like, and I've seen a lot of local, you know, cops and local cops saying, I'm not going to fucking enforce that and this and that. The flip side to that though is, is like, you know, I do believe in bending this curve and it looks like all the major cities now are in the right direction. I know New York has been for a few days or a week or so and Chicago now for two days in a row is saying that it's definitely bending, which is great. Yeah. Um, but dude, I don't know. <clears throat> this is my theory on this. We don't know for a fact. I, is it helping? Yes. Did we go overboard? Um, I don't know, dude. I've gone in phases with this whole fucking lockdown, quarantine, COVID shit. In the beginning, I didn't take it serious at all. Right. Dude, I was traveling. I was out by you when people mm-hmm. started having cases of it, but it was very infant stages. We didn't know what it was going to be. And then like a week and a half after that, I was on the East Coast and I fucking flew back home from Chicago out of JFK. And that was like the day, that was like the day, the day that I was in fucking New York City. They're basically like, all shit's on lockdown. Here I am in fucking JFK just looking at everyone. Like everyone's <laughs> going to fucking contaminate me. It was a little eerie, dude. Like yeah. riding the subway into the into JFK. Um, it, the airport for all intents and purposes was fucking empty. It was weird, dude. Uh, but I was still joking around. I had a fucking, um, I had a St. Paddy's Day uh, party like two, three days afterwards at my house on that weekend. Yeah, I remember. I never got the invitation. You fucking live 2,500 miles from me. And then, you know, and then we had like, it was that day. It was that weekend or the following few days after that party that shit just got kind of real. But even then I was like, you know, whatever about it. And then, so I had like the first week and a half of it. I was just like, okay, you know. And then I went through like a real weird, like four to just shy of a week where I got fucking paranoid. Then I went from like one extreme to the next. And I think it was a couple different things, dude. I think it was, you know, not taking it serious, but then seeing, you know, Italy was hit fucking super hard. And then, then you started seeing it in the United States. And then all the cases in fucking New York just went sky fucking high. Yeah. And I don't know if it was mental or what, but I mean, I legit like had started having some symptoms like, dude, I, you know, and here's the thing, man. Like you look at the symptoms with COVID-19 compared to flu or cold or allergies Mm -hmm. and they're fucking, there's like virtually the same fucking thing. There's a few key (laughs) different things between each one. So I do have seasonal allergies really bad, but 
you know, the first couple of days I was real sore, achy and had a lot of fatigue. And yeah. then I had chest congestion, like tightness. And dude, that chest congestion tightness didn't go away for like two fucking weeks. I'm just within a couple of days where I feel somewhat fucking normal again. Yeah. I mean, um, listen, that's scary. You know, like if you feel like you got it, like that's scary. I mean, but I didn't have like, uh, I never really had a cough. I never had a fever. Yeah. Not to say that you, I mean, I've heard instances where people don't have fevers and still have it. You know, I could have it. I could have had it. Who the fuck knows? I yeah. think what I'm getting at is, is to kind of come full circle on this is it's serious. It needed to be taken serious. But is this like, dude, they came out and like in the beginning and it was like, they didn't even talk death toll. Cause they're like, it's basically the mortality rate is going to be close to like a seasonal flu. And then it went from that to like, Holy fuck, there's going to be some serious casualties. And then it went to like a hundred to 240,000. Mm-hmm. And dude, then they dropped it to like 80 and then they dropped it to 60. And now they're saying they don't even know if it's going to reach 60. That's fucking awesome. Yeah. No, However, I mean, then you get fucking scumbag politicians involved and now they're trying to politi- politicize this, which is just fucking pathetic. I oh, get it. It's, it's an it, election it's, year. I get it's an election year, but I mean, calm the fuck on. Like the one thing, my, the biggest silver lining I thought this was going to have was unify the country just like fucking nine 11. Dude, it started, it started looking like that with this, with the first stimulus package, it was like, all right, both sides are, uh, they're, they're working together on this. Like Trump's being a nice guy. And, um, you know, the, the house is working with, yeah, the Dems uh, and the, the Republicans, Senate. they got, you know, the first one didn't go through, but then a day or two later, they figured their shit out and they came together. But now it's just like, dude, it's like no holes bars, dude. Like they're, they're just going at each other again. And it's like, fucking a, like I just, I'm, I'm trying not to pay as much uh, attention to it. Cause honestly, it's just fucking annoying. It's just it's 100% annoying. annoying. It's super annoying and it's driving a wedge because then you get on like social media and you have fucking people bashing Trump or or the other side and it's like guys, you're losing what's the what's in hand right now. Yeah. Like well and and honestly like dude, that's what pol- political machines do. They drive a wedge. They drive right. a wedge and dude, it's 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 an election year and there's a lot on the table and I tell you what, man. Joe fucking Biden I know. That's who the Democrats are bringing. It's a, what a fucking joke. Oh my God. What a joke. God, they hate, they hate Trump fucking... so bad. And I'm not saying that they don't have merit for that. Like uh, we try to stay like neutral on this show, but just to play devil's advocate, Man. it's like, all right, you fucking think Trump's the antichrist and the fucking Democrats for the last three and a half years. This is who they fucking, they got nobody. They got fucking Joe, <laughs> uncle Joe Biden. The guy, I don't even know if he knows how to fucking spell his last name. And you know, Joe, uh, and you know, Joe Rogan in the beginning, you know, like he he's very good at playing both sides, and he likes people on the left and the right. I think he leans maybe slightly to the left, but he has a lot of things qualities that are right, and that's why when I think I said on a podcast before, he's on my, you know, in a if I were to pick a, a, a president, vice president, and speaker of the house, I said. Uh, Joe Rogan's in those in those three. He's in one. What did I say? Three. I said Joe Rogan. I said The Rock, the Rock. and I said Ellen. Ellen DeGeneres. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a solid threesome right there. <laughs> well, not you know, not in a sexual way, obviously. But uh, hey, um, Ellen's Ellen's the shit. So, but um, but but to go back on that point, like, so you know, Rogan initially was saying that he was probably going to um, 
back, uh, what's his name, Bernie. And then they love that and they publicize that. Now that Bernie ducked out, now he's saying, there's no fucking way I'm voting for Joe Biden. I'm going to have to go for Trump. I don't want to vote yeah. for Trump, but I'm going to over fucking Biden. And now fucking people are up in arms because Joe Rogan actually has that much fucking pull because he's that fucking popular. Yeah. Here, here's the and, problem. Like the people voting for Bernie Sanders, I, I don't want to say they're not going to vote for Joe Biden, but they're not going to show up to the polls because the majority of the people that were voting for Bernie Sanders are younger millennials that either one, it's their first election, it's their second election, or maybe it's, you know what I mean? Like they're a younger demographic yeah. than would go out to vote for Joe Biden. Um, yeah. The, 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 the thing with Bernie Sanders is he's too far left. You know what I mean? He's too far left, just like Trump's too far right. You know what I mean? Like Trump's no, see, not in the middle at all. No, I disagree with that statement. I think both candidates are, are more um, – Yeah, I think Trump is more right of center, and I think Biden's left of center. Like, I think they're moderates in both parties. Wait, did you say Biden? Yeah. Well, I'm saying the two the, – you got two candidates right now for president. Joe no, Biden, I, was talk, I was talking about Bernie Sanders. Bernie, Bernie Sanders yeah. is too far left. Well, he and definitely is, but I don't think Trump is too far – I mean, if you really look at his policies and politics, again, I'm not fucking – endorsing him or backing him or whatever. Like I said, we try to keep this fucking, you know, neutral. If people can actually look past their hate for fucking Trump, he is not a fucking, he's not a Pat Buchanan fucking conservative. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I just can't believe Joe Biden's on the fucking ticket. I just, it, it's, it's just, it's, it's like, these I, it's, motherfuckers I smile talk. when I hear that. Cause it's just like silly. It's like, I can't even fucking these believe motherfuckers her. talked up so much shit. And then this is, this is, this is the only person they can get. If I had to guess, they're trying to bring back the Obama years and, and that's what it is. They're trying to get that Obama vote. You know, they're trying to get, um, they're trying to get the race vote. They're trying to get the, uh, the older crowd vote They're you know, they're trying to get the people that came out and voted for Obama for two elections to come out and vote for Biden. I mean, I don't know. It's just, I'm so annoyed with everything that I've been, I've been paying attention because I'm trying to see who, who's going to, who they're going to pick. And then when it was Joe Biden, I was just like, fuck this puppet. Yeah. Cause that's what he is. He's a puppet for the democratic party. Well, he's, he's going to do anything that they want to do. Well, he's going to need a strong cabinet and a vice president because the dude like again, what fucking Rogan said, like, I feel bad for the guy. I'm not, we're not, I'm, I'm not making fun of him, but the dude is seriously, if he doesn't have dementia, he's got a serious cognitive issue. Like the guy can't fucking form thoughts. He forgot in a speech what to call the fucking constitution. I think he forgot what God, he was talking about God or Jesus in a speech. And he, he said he couldn't remember like to say the word God. It's like, dude, he's, no, that, that, and, I, don't and to, he, I don't want to call the guy an idiot because obviously he's not, but uh, he's yeah, just not, debatable. dude, he's, he's, he's like your drunk uncle, you know, he's, that dude. That's, yep. <laughs> that's, yep. that's who he is. He's like, he's like your uncle that comes to the party and he gets a little drunk and he says some stupid shit, Yeah, you know, like he just, and he does, he does like, he wants your kid to sit on his lap and, and fucking pet him. <laughs> like but you don't real, want your kid. Yeah. Real creepy on his lap. Real fucking creepy ish. <laughs> Stay what a fucking Uncle, creep. Stay away from Uncle Joe. Don't sit on mm -hmm. his lap. 
<laughs> yeah, that's true. Oh, fuck. Yeah, this is a crazy world we live in, man. And um, there's some serious good fucking memes for 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 Biden, though, dude. I haven't seen any. I oh, just, there's I some good ones. I'll it. I'll share some. But I, that leads me into one something I wanted to talk about. Just the fucking meme game through this fucking quarantine phase. <laughs> Holy fuck, dude. I mean, people's COVID slash just meme games are just most of it's on fucking point, dude. Some serious creativity. It's kept me somewhat fucking sane because my kids try to break me every fucking day. <laughs> dude, I, this is the point in my life where I'm like, oh, thank You're God glad I don't you don't have, have kids. kids. Yeah. Or, yeah. or I don't, I don't want to say this, but like, or a wife. <laughs> yeah, that could be true too. <laughs> dude, yeah, dude, I don't, it's, it's been, I, it's been challenging. As, as lonely as I can get, it's nice to come home and uh, just have my dog and watch some Star Trek and fall to fucking sleep. Wow. That does sound a little depressing, but <laughs> the, the alternative is fucking going insane like I am. Listen, um, I, I mean, I'm, I'm, in, I'm going insane slowly. Like, dude, I'm a mover this. and a shaker. You know that. Like, I hate <sighs> fucking being in, a, in one place too long. You know, outside sales, I'm a fucking social butterfly. And I yeah, have you not are. been able to spread my fucking wings and I'm about to fucking <laughs> just go nuts. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm not so much a social butterfly as much as like, dude, I, you know, and, and I, I feel like I can still do a few things that I like to do before all this happened. Like, dude, I go on, I go on motorcycle rides still, yeah. you know, I, I, I went on one last week, I think it was. And uh, I went like super far into the Valley. You know, I, I took the one Oh one, all, for like at least an hour and a half. You know? Oh, and dude, real quick, so I don't forget. After we're done with this podcast, watch L.A. Originals on Netflix. Already did, bro. Dude, dude, fucking awesome. So fucking good. It was real so good. awesome. Um, no, it was. You know, I watched it. Um, it popped up on a on a recommendation. Like after, like I got done watching something else. Um, living in L.A., like I feel like I like watching. Um, stuff about Los Angeles, whether it's a documentary or it's a movie. Um, yeah. And, uh, I was like, Oh, what's this? And then, and then I turned it on and dude, it was awesome. Yeah. I mean, I know like the spots that these guys were talking about downtown and like all that other stuff. And, uh, that guy, you know, Mr. Cartoon is an amazing tattoo artist. I've heard of yeah. him before. Um, and, uh, I, so didn't know- I, I hadn't heard of him. I'll be honest with right. you, but it's crazy seeing all the different logos and artwork he did for album covers. Holy shit, dude. I mean, this guy was entwined in, in that industry and it's kind of crazy to see how he got involved and how fast shit took off, but uh super fucking talented dude. And it's crazy to go from like doing like murals on t-shirts to actually cars to fucking doing tattoos. And I mean, his tattoos yeah, are dude, sick. He, he was, he was, he was airbrushing t-shirts uh, in Venice yeah. And then all of a sudden he got in the tattoo game and then um, his buddy, it's, it's crazy. His buddy's half Italian. Eddie, yeah, I know. Uh, yeah. Stabon uh, Oriol or whatever yeah. his name is. He's half Italian. But uh, yeah. how much that guy, what do you call it, had his hands into like certain things like all the Blink-182 stuff. He was a smart dude and he had his shit stuff. together for the most part. I know he got into drugs and alcohol for a while. Right. But I mean, like you tell by his demeanor, like very organized, yeah. uh, um, just knew how to talk like – he was a good, like, you know, he's a manager for a lot of these bands and rap groups. So it was like, you know, it, it was, it was interesting. I wasn't expecting Nothing. it to be as good as it was, but it was a good documentary. It was fucking awesome. I thought it was great. And 
you know, honestly, like living in Los Angeles, it's that culture, that whole Chicano sort of uh, cholo culture. It's all over Los Angeles, yeah, whether you're yeah. white, black, Mexican, doesn't matter. Like it's all over Los Angeles. Um, everybody seems to have some sort of part of it, whether it's like the way you dress or what you listen to or the type of type of automobiles you, you know, you're into. And it influences everything here in Los Angeles. It's such a huge part of Los Angeles. Um, I mean, dude, I, I, you know, just seeing it and being around it, I'm not saying I'm like in it, but well, you um, kind of are. It's influenced, it's, it's influenced a lot of, uh, you know, certain things that sort of do now. And um, it's changed my outlook on a, on a, on a few things. And I mean, <clears throat> when I, I remember this was before you, you knew me back in seventh grade, eighth grade, something like that. I was yeah. huge, huge into like low riders. I, I had a subscription to low rider magazine. <clears throat> you dressed um, like it, dude. You had that fucking oh, yeah. like, I had that stash stash. Oh my God. That's, it was so disgusting. <laughs> we'll, 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 I, you know, unfortunately I'm going to get that picture for your mom and I'll put it on her Instagram page. <laughs> Holy yeah, dude, shit. You probably had that to, little rat tail too, didn't you? Uh, did I have a rat tail then? Not, no, that was probably before then. But like, dude, that was like, I loved it, man. I thought it was like a cool scene. I thought it was, um, you know, just the the way that the guys dressed and looked and the music that they listened to and the cars that they were into. Really what influenced me in that whole that whole period of my life was I just, I love, low, even to this day, I love lowriders. I mean, yeah. if I can get, on a dream car of mine would be like an 84, like, Monte Carlo, just like powder blue with like some 10-inch Dayton's powder on it. Powder blue, no. Oh, dude, powder blue. I'd take an 84 with, Carlo, Monte Carlo, but not powder blue, and I wouldn't put Dayton's on it. <laughs> dude, and I would put like 10 switches on that fucking thing. Yeah, you sure would. I'd make it go up, down, left, right, side to side, and a three-wheel fucking motion. <laughs> I don't even know what to say to that. Dude, I I think it's fucking awesome. I love the way it looks, all of it. If I can if I can build a car, I, I would build a lowrider. Yeah. You know? And then I'd build a hot rod too. But like, you know, who has I don't have the money for that. No, you sure don't. It's just not cheap, man. It's no, it isn't. Cheap. Even uh uh even like the motorcycle scenes out here, like doesn't matter like if you're into uh choppers or if you're into custom stuff, it all has that sort of uh Los, you know, Southern California, Cholo style uh, yeah. to it. You know, I would even I think like if you look at some of like Jesse Jane stuff that he's built, car wise, motorcycle wise, he's got some of that influence. So I get it, man. I get it. So um, back to the meme shit, dude. Real quick, I want to talk about. Yeah, like, you got to tell me some of these memes because uh, I guess I haven't really been paying too much attention to the. To I mean, the everyone that. fucking knows it's like the elephant in the room, literally. <laughs> fucking Barry. I call him Barry. Oh, dude. The dude, fucking that, the I've black seen, dude with that big old hog on him. Like, holy fuck. I sent, dude. I, sent First off, that, I sent you that video the other I day. I actually <laughs> saw that a couple days before you sent it to me. But like, oh, you son of a dude, that fucking meme game with that fucking, that black dude with that big old dick on him. Holy <laughs> shit. That is some funny ass fucking shit, dude. And, people dude, and the just way can, people, the way people are like sneaking it into stuff. It's crazy, man. In the beginning, uh, like you saw like the fake news and I'm like the news line and you're like, okay, I know what this is going to be. And of course yeah. it was, you open it up and there's a fucking naked big dude old with dog. a big old fucking hog <laughs> on him. But then now they're just getting super creative creative like mario's running down the fucking screen and hits the question mark and instead of a mushroom come out it's a fucking big old black dude with a big old dick 
the fucking the one from the other day the newest one with like the it looked like a no shit like weather report with like a, a green <laughs> yeah. f- like front like thunderstorms coming through and it's uh, fucking mr just dong just barry <laughs> saying hello someone on uh someone i follow on instagram and i can't remember who it was had it was it was a girl she's a comedian had this like nice like picture of her with this like long flowy hair and then uh the caption was just zoom in and you zoom in to like her earrings. <laughs> it's fucking Barry. <laughs> yeah, dude. It's, it's fucking awesome, man. It's hilarious. Oh yeah. yeah that, that's, my, the, that's the Dina was like, right Dina was like, it's not even fucking real. I'm like, that's a fucking real dick. She's like, how do you know? I'm like, uh, uh, <laughs> because uh, i fucking have it. one i'm in the club okay <laughs> the club. well so i mean we've known about that we've known about that meme for a while because i feel like you and i have sent it to each yeah, other we randomly. did for sure i've known about that me like that meme originated probably could have even been close to five fucking years ago i heard that guy very, died i don't think i, that I heard he died anymore. like a year ago it's a shame dude because yeah. you know he didn't get to relish this moment dude the last time i sent that to you was uh when you were in italy yeah probably was because you asked <laughs> you sent me a, a text when you're in italy and you said hey send me a picture of your ducati <laughs> oh you're right you did <laughs> well my my cousin wanted to see your ducati and then he fucking sends me this fucking he sends me barry and i was like oh god hey you want to see a picture of my duck <laughs> quack mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah unbelievable and I thought, I mean, you were probably upset with me about that. You're like, dude, I'm with my fucking family. And then it was, dude, it was like lights out from you for like a week and a half. And I was like, oh, I think I, I think I really no, pissed I that off. No, with this one. I was busy. I was busy. <laughs> yeah. I was busy fucking yeah. doing European things. Like European take fucking things. mid-afternoon naps and Siestas. overeating. How's the, uh, how's the diet going? Looks like you, you grew your beard back. That was quick. Yeah. Yeah. So I basically shaved my beard right when the fucking stay in place order happened. Uh, and my goal is, and I got a haircut like the same day that I shaved my beard. So the goal is, is uh, I'm going to, tr- I mean, I'm, sh- I'm trimming the neck and up above, but the actual mm-hmm. body of the beard, if you will, mm-hmm. I'm not fucking trimming. So my Come goal on. is, is until the fucking quarantine's been lifted. Yeah. Try not to get a haircut or uh, trim my beard. See, come on, see what it's like. How how big are you gonna get that? Thing? And the weight loss has been good, dude. I've maintained. I've actually lost a few pounds in quarantine, which is impressive because mm-hmm. most people are complaining about how they're fucking, you know, gonna fucking swell up from just overeating. So no, yeah. man, I'm I'm not keto. I haven't been keto this whole time. I'm just eating a little bit more sensible. I'm trying to eat yeah. a lot of fruits and shit and vegetables right now because of. Just anything, man. If you do yeah. get COVID, it's like, all right, just make sure, you know, you're as healthy as you possibly can, your immune system. So, no, yeah. I've been, I, I'm not fucking, again, because we're trying to support some local businesses and restaurants. So, we order a pizza once a week, which I've heard actually pizza joints are fucking, it's the opposite of other restaurants, like gangbusters. Oh, dude. I mean. And I believe we're, it. We're selling a, we're selling a ton of pizzas at the restaurant right now. I mean, it's not like the amount we were selling before we closed. But um, I mean, it's the number one seller is, yeah. is our pizzas. Um, I mean, they're, dude, they're just easy carryout items. You know, I mean, they really are pizzas. It, everyone yeah, loves for them. For sure. For sure. You know, and uh, 
you know, we don't, we're not a traditional pizzeria where we have like a 12 inch, a 10 inch and a, and a 14 inch, you know, like we just got one size, but, uh, three inch. No, that's, that's you buddy. No. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll fucking punch you in the face and give it to you three times. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, dude, pizzas, pizzas are easy for carry out. Yeah. I'm sure, man. Dude, I mean, yeah, fuck. yeah, yeah. You know, I know, I, like I, my my buddy Nick, who owns the restaurant in Vegas, uh, Gaetano's. Fucking Rogan plugged him on his fucking show because that's their original restaurant was in Calabasas. So when right. you know Rogan used to go there, and then his family, I think, moved. Uh, Nick's dad moved the restaurant to Vegas, and I don't know, probably about twenty years ago. And uh, but dude, like he is straight fucking killing it, like. But in a good yeah. way, dude, he's helping the community out. He's on the amount of money he's raised for his employees is just, it's something to commend. Um, yeah. I mean, so much, we, so, actually, so much so that fucking Joe Rogan took notice of it and yeah. fucking plugged them on it. And uh, he's done a good job for advocating, you know, just supporting local businesses, not even just restaurants. Um, he's fucking doing motivational, like, you know, short 30 second clips every day. Like it's, it's good to see some of these good fucking people out there. Um, getting some recognition and just doing good for the community and, and helping people out, taking care of their no, employees. Dude, that's so huge. It's definitely, it's definitely awesome. And like, that's part of the reason we stayed open. We wanted to make sure that some of our employees were taken care of and um, clear your fucking throat, will you? But uh, you know, we've been, we've been, um, we've been cooking for a lot of hospitals. That's good. Um, yeah. I saw that. I saw that. That's awesome, man. Yeah. I mean, we do, we do like two, three drops a day. Just depends on, you know, how many hospitals, you know, obviously we can't do St. John's every day. You know, we started a, not really a charity, but it's a GoFundMe called it empty your purses for nurses. Anything you donate into that, the money goes straight towards just providing food, food and, and, and beverage to, you know, the people working the front lines, which are nurses yeah. and doctors. First responders so, too. I mean, cops, firefighters, dude, yeah. it's, it's, um, in that regard, the country has come, you know, uh, come together. And that's awesome to see, dude. I, you know, the, the only thing that I can, I feel like it's kind of come full circle or, or the shoes on the other foot, maybe, you know, Dina was with me for most of the time I was in the military and, mm -hmm. you know, she's always said, you know, you know, and a lot of people do, you know, military, it's so easy to get, you know, commended for the things that you do. And, you know, we're, we're proud of you and we appreciate your service. I love, I'm loving seeing that, you know, these nurses, doctors, you know, healthcare professionals, first responders, cops, firefighters are getting, um, you know, the praise right now. Cause I mean, I think no, it, yeah. they, they need to at all times. Um, I mean, cause and, they're, I mean, especially nurses and doctors, I mean, they're dealing with this thing every day and they're, they're dealing with patients that have it. So, yeah. um, you know, and, 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 you know, cops and firefighters, like, they're out there every day working, making sure that, uh, yeah. that the streets are, are safe. And, um, and you know, yeah, dude, are, I mean, and, and they have a greater chance at, 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 you know, at coming down with this, with this virus. Yeah. Um, you know, I see, like I said, you know, my wife is a nurse, so, you know, I can't say how proud I am of her and, and her, and her group of, you know, of medical professionals that she works with. I mean, they're true heroes during this time. My buddy, I well, I have multiple friends that are police officers, but you know, I won't name names for privacy purposes. But you know, I had a good friend who who's a police officer here in Chicago, and he he got COVID. I mean, you know, they're yeah. the ones out there protecting us, and they're taking the greater risk. 
fortunately he's on the mend. He's been cleared actually to go back to work. That's he, good. It's, it's, um, it's, you know, like I said, they're the real heroes, man. So it's good when you see restaurants, you know, or other people just coming together, um, whether it's giving them food or, you know, Dina went to work one day and there was chalk all over in front of the hospital on the on mm-hmm. the sidewalk and signs all over saying, you know, you know, heroes work here. And I think, you That's know, awesome. when you see that kind of stuff, it, it keeps these people focused and, and some yeah. of them don't need it. But, you know, sometimes, you know, you can get down, dude, when you when you're seeing devastation and you're seeing some hardcore shit. Um, sometimes it's good to just see that you're appreciated. It keeps you going. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm 100% looking forward to, uh, getting my life back to normal. Oh, fuck and I know, yeah, and course. I know, and I know a lot of people are doing that. I mean, it, you can't keep people locked in for that long, especially right now when, especially in Chicago, where like the weather's turning, man, it's getting warmer. I mean, it's definitely, the weather's definitely taken a, a a turn here in, in Los Angeles, dude. It was rainy and cold for like almost a month. And cold, I mean, you know, it's like in the in the in yeah. The 50s. We know not Chicago cold, <clears throat> fucking Los Angeles but, cold, uh, dude. It, it's it's almost eighty degrees today by my house, and it's absolutely gorgeous. I mean, I think I might go for a motorcycle ride later. You know, yeah. go for for a little sundown ride. Yeah, um, go get some Taco Bell. <laughs> no, go dude, to, I'm trying. Go stop at Starbucks and get a iced latte with that oat milk. Oh, Ooh, wait a minute, that was they good. Don't fucking have oat milk. <laughs> That's what they did. What did we get instead? Uh, uh, was uh, an iced latte with almond milk. And almond milk, dude. That's my thing now. If I'm doing iced coffee, and I even turn my fucking boss onto that shit. Almond milk's good. Have you tried oat milk yet, though? No. You got to fucking try it. Oat milk is like, it's good, dude. I, I don't feel like such a, uh, a I have a hard time I, calling anything that's not a fucking living thing milk. Mm-hmm. It's just like oat juice or almond <laughs> ju- juice yeah, or extract. Like, like, come on. Well, almond extract. Is you can't fucking milk. But, you can't milk an oat. <laughs> yeah, but like you got to call it something. Yeah, I guess. You know, uh, it has the, it has the texture of milk. But it doesn't have the taste, and and certainly doesn't have the. Uh, I love how effects. you you gave that guy a lecture in the fucking drive-through, <laughs> and fucking we were in fucking North Hollywood. <laughs> Phil orders a fucking. We ordered ice. The guy, you know, iced coffee. I said almond milk with mine, no matter what. Phil's like, I'll have it with with uh, oat milk because like, we don't have oat milk. You're like, we're in fucking Southern California at a Starbucks, and you don't have oat milk. It's like, you know, no sir, I'm sorry. Get up, pull the fucking pay for it, and then he goes on to like basically tell him like you, you need to get on board. Like <laughs> everyone's doing this. How in the guy? He's like fucking nineteen year old kid. Like, oh, I'm sorry, sir. Take your drink and get the fuck out of my life. <laughs> but it's true. Like, listen. At this point, at this point in in our lives, with the amount of people that drink fucking um, milk substitutes or milk alternatives, right? Why don't you have fucking oat milk on your menu? I got it on my menu. It's fucking delicious. You guys are progressive. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. Well, you know, you know, the best thing, this sounds really stupid, but the best thing to do with oat milk is to make oatmeal. (laughs) It's amazing. I just feel like the juice left over behind oatmeal is oat milk. And technically that's how they make it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I got nothing. I got nothing on this. You should try line. But if, if when you're I'm on your, a, I, so I want to like oatmeal. I've tried numerous times. I just can't. Oh, do it so out. you don't like oatmeal? Then you won't no. like oat milk. 
No, I yeah. don't like oatmeal. I love oatmeal. I'm an oatmeal person. I like it with a little brown sugar on it and a little maple. Maybe I try, man. I don't hate people that eat it. I just, I can't do it, man. Is I it a textural thing? Um, probably, which is weird because I'm not typically a guy that doesn't like food based on textures. But Well, you don't like bananas because of the texture, right? I don't like fucking bananas because they suck. Not because <laughs> of the texture. It's no, nothing bananas, are, bananas are so good. Uh, I disagree. I'll eat a plantain. Yeah, but those are different. They don't. Yeah. Bananas have a very unique taste. Yeah. The bananas are like the shitty version of a fucking plantain. <laughs> hey, dude, nothing better than some good plantain chips. Oh, God. Yeah. There's, uh, I don't think you've ever eaten there, but Paladar in, in Chicago, it's in, uh, I got, I don't know if they consider that Bucktown or not, but. Oh, I went there with you right before did I left. You? Or, no, it's, it was the first, right when I came, I came back once. And you, me, Dina. And you're then, right. You're right. You're right. You didn't actually like it, but I think it was just because of the dish that you had. You I think it care. was the dish that I had. Dude, but everything the, else was okay. Yeah. Those empanadas f- were really good. Outstanding. They make yeah. killer fucking mojitas and, and they have in, um, they have some, their uh, rum selection is ridiculous. Yeah. But they have a flank steak. They have this fucking fried grouper with their Cuban garlic sauce that they drizzle over it. Yeah. Oh my God, dude. What did I get? But why did I why did I bring that up? Oh, their plantain chips there oh, yeah. are just oh, oh yeah, man. we had those. They're so good. <clears throat> those are so good. Yeah. Plantains are good. I like I like plantains. Um but yeah, I'm ashamed to say this. We were talking about pizza earlier and I was craving pizza the other night and it was kind of late and I couldn't really get pizza except for one place. And uh I ordered Domino's. Oh my god. That was the first time I had Domino's since God knows how long. I tell you what, for fast food pizza, I'll take that over. Uh, I'll take that over Pizza Hut or Papa John's any day. I mean, I might agree with that, but I couldn't tell you that the last time I had either any of those three. There's only one fast food pizza that we order in our house, and it's either because we need something super quick and it's ready on the go, or just because when you're a kid, you like shitty things like. Kids will eat fucking SpaghettiOs. Kids will eat fucking whatever. I'm trying to like justify this, but the only mm-hmm. fast food pizza that we bring into our house is Little Caesars. I'll take Little Caesars over any okay, of those. Okay, Little Caesars. Because I'll, I'll, I'll even get down at it. Listen, do, am I considering it good quality pizza? Absolutely fucking Absolutely not. not. But actually, will I eat it? Absolutely. Actually, I bet you can agree with me on this. For good fast food pizza, Jets. Jets is fucking good, but see, they've that's just like a chain, and I feel like that almost gets a bad rap because Jets is like no shit good fucking Detroit's like. Dude, I think Jets pizza is good. I I agree. Like, I agree, but it's 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 a, a Detroit style pizza. I right. mean, if I was in Detroit, I probably wouldn't wouldn't say it's yeah, fucking there's killer because yo, of course there is. Yeah. Um, but for somebody that lives in Chicago and it's fast food pizza, yeah, that's a pretty good quality. It's all about the cheese. That's why I don't like the fast food joints like Domino's, uh, Pizza Hut, and Papa John's. The cheese doesn't. I they say it's real, and I'm sure it is. Maybe it's the grade of mozzarella they use. It doesn't taste like real fucking cheese to me, and that's ultimately why I don't like the pizza. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you. I don't know what it is. I don't know. What it, I don't know what it is with the cheese with these fast food places. It, you know, what it is too. I, I prefer when when I get a pizza, 
uh, especially like a like a Chicago style, like tavern pizza or something. I like the cheese. I like my pizzas a little well done. Oh, I always you know ask I mean? for my pizza to be cooked well and, done. And th- that's the thing with these fast food places. Anytime you get a pizza, the cheese is like just melted. Yeah, it's, it's not barely like melted. Cooked. You can if you can see single strands still in it. I mean, yeah. it's like. Who fucking boxes that up and sends it out the door? It's like fucking throw that thing back in the oven oh, some, for two some, minutes. Some nineteen-year-old punk who doesn't give a shit about his job because he's the making same fucking 15, guy that served hours. you your fucking your iced coffee at, at <laughs> <Yeah>. Starbucks. <laughs> uh, fuck. He doesn't want some fucking balding middle-aged white dude fucking. Who's balding? Him. Who the fuck is balding? You're mm-hmm. thinning. I'm thinning. Yeah. Dude, my hair is getting like super long. I think I'm I'm the opposite of you. You're trying to grow your uh, your beard. Um, I think I'm just gonna grow my hair out again. Gonna grow. Remember how long it was back in the day? Yeah. It's to like it's just like back. Oh god. <laughs> I don't know, dude. <sighs> well, I don't know. Did did we do a good job with this podcast? I don't, yeah, I don't I think so. Know. We were kind of all over the place, but. Uh, just kind of getting back in the saddle and uh feels good it does it does good to do it again Uh, we actually for all those people in in listener land uh we did one was it probably about three weeks ago now Mm -hmm. but some of the content's so irrelevant yeah we're not gonna we're not gonna release it i mean we we keep saying we because we have a number of episodes that we never release for various reasons we might be able to put together something like a culmination of like bit, you know, kind of like an outtake type thing. But yeah, you know, when we recorded it, it would have made sense to release it at the time. And then we got busy with some stuff. You know, you guys were deciding what you were doing at the restaurant. I was traveling a lot. Plus then, you know, that's when the quarantine shit went into effect. And I didn't know what I was doing job wise with me as far as like working from home or yeah, this and that. So, you know, at the end of the day, we can't release it because it just fucking doesn't make any sense. <laughs> fucking getting photobombed by my <laughs> wife while I'm doing a fucking podcast. Uh, no, oh, listen, man. I think some of, some of our older episodes that we haven't released, and then specifically the one from like a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, I mean, dude, uh, some of the content is irrelevant now. Things yeah, are, it wouldn't make sense. I think happened. we were, I think even then we were making light of COVID and it's like, yeah, okay, we you know, yeah. I think we're both on the same page that like, you got to take it serious, but at the same time, we got to also start planning to move forward. But I think yeah. some of the shit wouldn't, it probably it wouldn't, wouldn't be. It, dude, it, it, it wouldn't translate and our, you know, sure. our listeners would be like, oh, what's this? Yeah. But uh, I'm looking forward to getting back in the saddle again. I'm looking forward to doing this again. Um, I hope you guys are uh, looking forward. You fucking better listen to us because I know what everyone's got the fucking time now <laughs> well and everyone i mean dude we've actually i mean no shit have had a lot of fucking people reach out to us saying dude yeah you need to do this like this is the perfect time people need to get their minds off of shit and so yeah. you know we might not have done that totally in this first episode because we did talk about it but it's it's the elephant in the room we cannot not talk about it yeah um moving forward we'll probably you know talk very little about it but uh as usual you know uh, we need to do a better job obviously we're gonna just fucking clean slate we're calling this season two so this is episode one of season two yeah glad to be back with you guys you know we are going to get more on top of our social media fuck if you have any even tips for us for fucking instagram for us to do a better job um, but we'll get this blasted out there you know we'd love to hear some feedback from you guys 
and we'll just yeah. fucking keep send us send us some uh, some DMs on uh, on Instagram. Follow us. Uh, it's the Spaghetti and Meatball uh, underscore show. And, and we uh, still have two. Ge- we still have two or three guests lined up. One of the one guest that we we were you know we should have done a couple months back actually DM'd us on Facebook a couple days ago and said, "Get your fucking asses in gear, guys." <laughs> so we'll probably have him here shortly on with us, uh, Professor Pizza. And we'll do a fucking whole episode with pizza. Maybe potentially wait a little bit. I don't know what he wants to do. If he wants to just get on and talk about different types of pizza and whatnot, we can do that now. Because I think our initial intent was uh, we would do a show where I would meet with him. And then, you know, obviously video conference you in. um, And then I could taste different pizzas and talk about it. But, you know, under the current situation, we may or may not do that. Or maybe we have him on the show fucking twice. We have him on initially now and then I'll fucking eat pizza on a fucking podcast later <laughs> yeah we'll figure it out well i had fun doing this it was a blast it was real nice real nice real man. nice real nice looking forward to doing this again i'm uh, proud of myself for for you know abling to focus and concentrate and get through this podcast because i'm telling you what dude since i made that comment in the beginning of the show about your fucking nostrils being lopsided <laughs> i've literally it was hard for me to focus on anything but looking at your nostrils. Uh, go fuck yourself. Your teeth look um, nice, though. It looks like you, you – have you been using white whitening strips? No, I haven't. Oh, okay. I haven't. <laughs> I fucking hate you. Yeah, I think that's it, folks. Uh, we're going to end it on that. Um, we'll, we'll talk to you later. All right, it's good to be back, guys. Ciao. Hey, Lolo, how you been? <laughs>